From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. And today we have a super stacked show, not with reviews like we usually do. Today we want to make it a little different here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We want to take a step back from the reviews. We want to take a step back from talking all about, you know, all the happenings of yesteryear. And we're going to talk about the news that WWE may be returning to a TV-14 rating. What does this mean? Will things actually change? Is this actually going to happen? There's a lot to talk about, and I figured, why not take a deep dive on that today? Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't already, follow me on Instagram at WrestlingDeloreanPod. Follow on TikTok at WrestlingDeloreanPod. And follow on Twitter at W underscore DeloreanPod. Also, follow me and check me out every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday on the Circle of Debate podcast. I am one-fourth of the four horsemen, the fox yon, the greatest fox yon in the world. My brothers, the Circle of Debate. Shout out Ivan, shout out Chris, shout out Matt. I appreciate you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, between the Wrestling DeLorean podcast and the Circle of Debate, we have fans from all over the world. So I salute you, and I want to say thank you to everybody who rides with the Wrestling DeLorean, everybody who rides with Circle Debate. Thank you for riding with us. We appreciate you guys. I love you guys, all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers. I love you guys. Let's get into the Super Sex Show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for allowing me into your Monday morning routine like you do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Like I said in the intro, we're going to take a step back from doing the classic reviews, doing the modern reviews, and we're going to just dive deep into this topic that has taken over the wrestling world since Friday. Now, actually, I believe this came out on Thursday. Thursday afternoon, it was reported by Andrew Zarian that WWE Monday Night Raw will be going back to a TV-14 rating. It was talked about being as soon as tonight. Tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But... There may be a monkey wrench in those plans, and we'll talk all about that. First, I would like to talk about how you, the Wrestling DeLorean Passengers, could support the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. If you would like to support the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, all you got to do is cop a shirt from 3fallsbrand.com. That is T-H-R-E-E, fallsbrand.com, the best rock and wrestling merchandise on the motherfucking planet. Here's the CEO of 3 Falls Brand, Mean Gene. Hey, listeners, this is Mean Gene of 3 Falls Brand. Are you a fan of wrestling? Are you also a fan of rock music? If so, 
Check out threefallsbrand.com for all your WrestlePunk merch. We've got tons of wrestler and band mashup designs to choose from, whether it be RVD and Black Sabbath, Atsushi Onita and the Lower Class Brats, Doink the Clown and the Addicts, or Mortis and the Misfits. We've got you covered. Also, follow us on Instagram at threefallsbrand. Again, check us out at threefallsbrand.com and on Instagram at threefallsbrand. Thanks, and continue enjoying this episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. All right, so let's talk about this right now. Let's talk about the PG era of the WWE possibly coming to an end. Now, in 2008, the WWE went PG, and a lot of people was wondering why. Why would they like to make this more of a kid-friendly show? You know, the WWE wasn't always TV-14. WWE was PG in the 90s, the early 90s. WWE went from PG to more of an edgy television show when they had to compete with the WCW and had, you know, had to get more of an edge, which started the Attitude Era. WWE went to TV-14, the rest is history, and the WWE remained TV-14 until 2008. Now, the narrative will have you believe that WWE went PG because it was smart for more, you know, ad revenue to come in. It was smart for more possibilities to you know, license with more kid-friendly things. But that was all bullshit. Because even in the height of the Attitude Era, WWE had toys. WWE was still, even though it was a more adult product, still had things for kids. I remember as a kid being in the Attitude Era, and I remember having fucking WWE toys and action figures and fucking lollipops and all that other shit. So you ain't gonna tell me that they didn't have licensing deals for children during the ad error during the TV 14 error but in actuality the WWE went PG in 2008 because Linda McMahon was running for office and her association with the WWE would have been a black eye on her campaign being that at the time just a few years before the WWE was still very you know happy to have blood in matches and and very edgy with their product in 2006 just two years before they went PG, Edge and Lita had a live sex celebration where they had sex on TV. Now, if I'm running for office, I don't really think that that's the type of shit that I want to have associated with my name because then, you know, people are going to use that shit as ammo against you in a debate and in your campaign, blah, 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 blah. Nonetheless, WWE went PG. That's when we saw the rise of Super Cena. That's when we saw the rise of Hornswoggle and a lot of kid-friendly stuff. That's when we stopped seeing blood. That's when we started using words like, I'm going to kick your butt and no longer could say I'm going to kick your ass and this, that, and the third. It was obviously garnered towards children. And it alienated a section of the crowd that definitely felt that this product was no longer for them. Hence why there was a lot of people who stopped watching. If you look at the ratings from 2007, 2008, until they went PG, and then look at the ratings now, you could see a drastic drop in the viewership of fans that watch the WWE. Not saying it is 100% because of the rating, but it is a different product than what they put out in the past. Now, the WWE, even during their PG era 
had more edgy shit sometimes. Like, you would have the occasional blood. You would have the occasional curse. Um, the word bitch would be used in every fucking feud between the women because I, I think I saw, I remember, like, 17 fucking feuds in a row where Natalia called her opponent a bitch. Um, we had Brock Lesnar scream out, Suplex City, bitch. Uh, when was the last time you saw a PG show on Disney Channel where they were saying the word shit and bitch? So, in the last couple years, the WWE has been trying to push the envelope without going TV-14. Now, with them going TV-14, if this is going to happen, if it does indeed happen, this means now that they could have a little bit more leniency with using certain verbiage, with having a little bit more violence, and not having to answer to sponsors. TV-14 means that you could say certain things that you can't say in a PG show. My only thing is, is this really going to change the WWE if it does happen? And that's a big if. Because when Andrew Zyrian came out and said that the WWE will be TV-14 going forward starting July 18th, hence today, tonight's Monday Night Raw, Everybody was rejoicing. Everybody was happy. We got wrestling back. We got TV 14 back. It's going to be the restart of the Attitude Era. No, it's not. But then later on in the day, it came out, I believe on Bleacher Report, that that news was a little bit premature. And the WWE may have plans to go TV 14, but it will not be July 18th Monday Night Raw episode. It may be plans for the future, the near future, but not happening right now. And it is still in discussion. So it's not even a guarantee that this is actually going to happen. So with that being said, everybody got all hyped. And it might be for nothing. But if it does happen, if it does happen, Do you expect to see a real change to the product? Hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on all those social media handles I gave you guys in the intro. And let me know what you guys think. Do you expect to see real change in the WWE and their product if they change their rating to TV 14? I'm going to tell you my personal opinion when we come back from this commercial break. Because I'm going to really dive deep and tell you what I believe is going to happen if the WWE goes TV-14. It may not be what you expect. So stay tuned. Listen to this quick commercial break. Got to pay the bills. You know what I mean? Got to pay the bills. So check out this quick commercial break. And then when we come back, I will let you know my opinion on what would happen in a modern WWE landscape with a TV-14 rating. Be right back. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. 
Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, August 28th, House of Glory Wrestling presents High Intensity, live from Terminal 5 in New York City, on pay-per-view. House of Glory Wrestling has been doing big things for the New York indie scene, and now they're looking to take it up to the next level, because this card is history in the making. I'm talking Killer Cross versus Low Key. I'm talking the Samoan werewolf Jacob Fatu versus Brody King. And a whole lot more to be announced. You do not want to miss out on history, so make sure you cop a ticket to House of Glory, High Intensity, August 28th, live from Terminal 5. And if you can't be there live, check them out on pay-per-view. Evil minds that plot destruction Sorcerer of death's construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We're about to talk more about this WWE TV 14 business and if this is actually going to bring a change to the wrestling product. I'm going to tell you exactly my thoughts and how I feel this is all going to play out if we do get the TV 14 rating. So, let's cut the song, even though this is a fucking awesome song. Shout out to Black Sabbath. But... 
let's cut the song and let's talk more about this WWE TV 14 possibility. Will the WWE actually change if they go TV 14? I personally do not think so. And I, I know everyone's probably going to be like, well, stupid if it's PG and they change the TV 14. Of course it's going to change. But what are they doing now that's not already TV 14? We see real brutal shit on WWE. If it's, it's, if it's the violence that you guys want, you know, go watch Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes inside Hell of a Cell with Cody Rhodes having a fucking torn peck and Seth Rollins just digging a fucking kendo stick into his torn peck. Tell me that that's not violence. Tell me that that's PG. Because it's not. You got Brock Lesnar talking about slaughtering pigs. You got fucking Paul Heyman saying bitch. You got fucking Kevin Owens a couple weeks ago saying shit. What PG show do you know that says these words? If the WWE went TV 14, they're still going to be having and using the same writers that they currently have now. So with that being said, I don't think it changes a thing. Everybody's getting hyped, but I'm not because something I've learned from the WWE, and this is no disrespect to the WWE. I love the WWE. I love AEW. I love everybody. I'm not one of these people who are, you know, going to just have tribalism, talk shit about one product and not about the other product and be biased. I'm not like that. I'm going to tell you how it is in my opinion. It's just my opinion. You don't agree with it? You don't agree with it. That's fine. But in my opinion, this doesn't change a thing. I feel like I'm so numb to the WWE now that I cannot get my hopes up. Because every time I got my hopes up for anything with the WWE, there's been more times that I am disappointed than there is times that I feel like my hopes were fulfilled. Um... I don't know. It's like the WWE, they, they dangle that carrot right in front of you and you like want to reach out and grab it. But there's times where it's like, you know, this is just, you know, a trick. This is just BS. Who remembers when the entire McMahon family came out and said that we're the authority? The fans are the authority. And now we're going to make the show and we work for you. You guys remember that? I believe it was like 2016, 2017. It was no more than like, what, like a month later that shit was already back to business as usual. And that's been the thing. That's been the MO with the WWE where it is business as usual. Yeah, you have your high points, but it usually goes back to business as usual. Even with Vince McMahon stepping down as CEO, it is still business as usual for the WWE. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Real talk, if people expect the Attitude Error to return because they're going TV 14, dude, half the shit that the WWE used to do in the 90s and early 2000s, they could never get away with these days. Never. Not with the cancel culture, not with the hypersensitivity 
No way in a million years shit could go back to the way it was in the 90s and early 2000s. Do you think that this means that we're going to see bra and panties matches and live sex celebrations and fucking Mae Young giving birth to a fucking hand and fucking feeding Al Snow his dog and Katie Vick and necrophilia and all this other shit? You, you really think that the WWE is going to go back to that? They would be canceled in a second. And you got the top dog, Vince McMahon, having allegation after allegation after allegation of sexual misconduct. Do you really think that this meant that they were going to go back to that? It would be a bad look for the man who's running the show having all these sexual misconduct allegations and still being under investigation. And all of a sudden you start seeing more scandalous women on the fucking show. You're not going to see that. You're not going to see puppies. You're not going to see that. We're not going to see bra and panties matches. So for the comments online about, does this mean you're going to see more sexualizing the women again? Highly doubt it. And if they did, if they did start sexualizing all the women again and have bra and panties matches and mud wrestling and, you know, dance off, bikini dance offs and shit like that again. All that would mean is you're going to have a bunch of people trying to cancel the WWE. You're going to have a bunch of people trying to get WWE kicked off of their network television shows. It's a different day and age. You can't do that shit. You can't do that shit. If you want to go relive that shit, tune in to Peacock. Fucking go watch the old shit because you're never going to get that style again. WWE progressed way too much to be Going back to fucking Brian Paney's matches. Now, with that being said, let's talk about the violence. The WWE, I don't see them ever going back and changing the ruling on blading. So, in the last couple years, every time we saw blood, blood was hard way. So, if you think that this is going to mean more blood, I doubt it. If you think that this means we're going to get more violence with weapons and all that and chair shots to the head, I doubt it. Not with what everything we know with CTE and concussions. The WWE is never going to go back to the way it was pre-PG era. Never. Even if they change the rating. They can make the shit rated TVMA for all they fucking care. They're not going to go back to that. And especially now where the WWE is under, well, not the WWE, but Vince McMahon is under investigation. You think he's going to bring any negative press to the WWE at this moment while he's under investigation? It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Only thing I see changing is maybe you could say things like, I'm going to kick your ass instead of I'm going to, you know, out wrestle you or I'm a better wrestler than you now you can say shit like I'm going to kick your ass because that that was you know taken out of the lingo because it was not PG enough maybe you're going to hear more swears like bitch and shit on TV but like I said if that's the case where it's just you're going to hear more curses does that really make it any better than what it is now you already hear the words bitch and son of a bitch and and Kevin Owens saying shit and I'm going to kick your ass. Like, we already hear the WWE trying to, you know, 
sprinkle these cusses into wrestling now, does that change the product? No. So I think that the product is going to stay the same, no matter what the rating is. And before everyone's, oh, he's a WWE hater or he's just negative, blah, 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 blah. Say what you want. I mean, honestly, if I'm wrong, I would be happy to be wrong and I would be happy that they do change the product. Because I think something definitely has to happen for this product to be a little bit more interesting. I would love if WWE had more of an edge to it. I would love if WWE was more freeing. I would love if WWE went less scripted and more spontaneous and reality. That is what would change the product. Spontaneous action, spontaneous storylines, and listening to the crowd. And then let's also go away with the overly scripted promos and give these wrestlers who could talk a little bit more freedom. If you want change to the product, that's how you bring it, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we, we didn't talk about old school you know, reviews and anything modern that happened this weekend. But we will. We definitely will. Wednesday, I'm bringing back the fight for Monday night, even though it's Wednesday. I will talk about Raw versus Nitro. And then on this Friday's episode, we will definitely be talking all about ECW. Tune in tomorrow night to the Circle Debate. We'll be talking about G1 Climax Night 1 and Night 2 from New Japan Pro Wrestling. We'll be joined, as always, on Tuesday by the big homie Dan from Cage My IQ. We'll talk about all the happenings of the G1 Climax with New Japan. Catch me on Wednesday with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We'll be talking about Monday Night Raw. We'll be talking about NXT. We'll be talking about Raw vs. Nitro from 1997. Then catch me on Thursday, Circle of Debate, where we'll talk all about AEW Dynamite and the wrestling news around the wrestling world. Then on Friday, we're going to end the week off with two shows because every Friday in the morning, you got the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. And then now every Friday night, Circle of Debate Top 5, where we count down a topic of our top five picks. You don't want to miss it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for riding and supporting the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. And if you love supporting the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, then you would love the Circle of Debate podcast where I am one of four amazing hosts, the four horsemen of podcasts and the greatest faction in wrestling podcasting. So make sure you check out the Circle Debate as well. Follow them at Circle of Debate on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and all that good shit. I love you guys. I'll catch you here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on Wednesday and on Circle of Debate tomorrow night. So make sure you tune in. Take care, stay strong, stay safe, stay positive, and thank you, thank you, thank you for always riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I love you guys. Niggas that can tough in the hood, till the wolves come. Bitches let a drink in the club, till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor, we the wolves done. Go fuck with De Niro, I got a Snyder extender clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bash shit like Ozzy, I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf till we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver, the Don Dada, the top shotter, the top spot, final boss you cross, that's when your ride stop. Basquiat with that white chalk, trigger finger streets, while leave your brains on the sidewalk. Niggas that get tough in the hood, till the wolves come. Bitches let a drink in the club, till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor, till the wolves come. Heard them got the Niggas, they be moving in the pack. Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. 
Summertime, better be careful where you're at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creeping through the night is precise. Catch a nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life. Answer yes, well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. South Bronx, midnight, niggas moving packs cause they hunting. I'm moving packs of that onion, but probably packing them something. Catch him slipping with them coals and he ain't telling us nothing. Catch a nigga fooling twice and then I'm pressing that button. Send his ass away, permanent vacate and start bluffing. Must have moved to Honolulu, changed his name to McLovin. Said you know what you know, that's for the pack to remember. And if a nigga leaking these, we gotta. Niggas say the dead don't talk, but that money do If I put a hole in his melon, I bet his honey do Shorty keep crying and screaming like that's helping you Bullets gave his brain a period for that decimal I Niggas acting tough in the hood To the wolves come Bitches love to drink in the club To the wolves come Surrounded by the sheep in the street To the wolves come Everyone strip on the floor To the wolves come Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back Summertime, better be careful where you're at No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack Dipping, creeping through the night, it's precise Catch a nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life Answer yes, well, did nigga pay your price Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever.